This is the Bates Bobcast, our weekly podcast where we take a look at the week that was in Bates Athletics. My name is Aaron Morse, and this week we continue our senior salutes with the field hockey team. We talk to senior captain Elsbeth Callo, and head coach Danny Ryder Kogut gives her perspective on where the program is headed now. That's coming up on the Bates Bobcast. <laughs> Elsbeth Callow came back this fall as the lone senior with significant prior experience on the Bates field hockey team. As a captain, she provided leadership in practice despite the loss of her senior season due to the pandemic. First of all, Elsbeth, I want to know what your reaction was when you were named captain of the field hockey team. This is a sport where, I mean, you weren't even really looking to play it initially in college, and then you could become the captain of your senior year. What, what's that like for you? It was certainly a humbling experience uh, for me in the sense that, as you said, like I, I walked onto the team and I think I kind of owe Danny for essentially the rest of my life. I feel very, very lucky to have, she had taken a chance on me, took a risk um, and, it, and it paid off. So I am really thankful that I was able to be elected captain. And I think um, despite not having a season, um, it was definitely a, a learning experience and a, definitely an obstacle to overcome because I mean, how do you, how do you motivate a team um, to, to, to lead this. But obviously when um, I was elected captain, I had no idea what was coming for us. So I honestly just feel thankful um, and appreciate that my teammates and my, my coaching staff um, saw this leader that I was and were willing to put me um, in that position. So how did you approach it this fall? Cause obviously, I mean, it's unprecedented. I mean, for any captain this, this fall, there are practices, but no games. How did you approach things? Certainly. So um, when we kind of, we were sent home from school, I remember we had, we were doing indoor practices and we, when we sent, were sent home, I was like, there's no way that we're not going to have a season come, come the fall. I was like, I'm definitely Hamilton's going to be our first game. And like, that's just how it's going to be. And, and so as time progressed and the pandemic got worse and we were always having these conversations about, Oh, like, I don't know what's going to happen. Maybe it'll just be all main teams or just the, the Northeast NESCACs or, um, so just trying to kind of navigate that was tough within itself because of the uncertainty and the up in the air. And of course, we're all still training really, really hard. And me, myself, of course, selfishly, I wanted a senior season. I mean, I've worked so hard to kind of have that last season. I think my breakthrough season was my junior year. So it was definitely um, something, a daunting thought to not be able to kind of finish on a clean note. Um, So it was when we found out, I think it was like, late June, early July, that there wasn't going to be season. It it was a tough pill to swallow, I think, mentally um, and physically, because physically I had been training as if September 1st we were were getting after it. Um, And mentally just to think that all this hard work not just me, but as a whole program and a team that we've, we've made over my four years kind of was put to a standstill, um, was definitely difficult. So, um, throughout the fall, I did struggle with the idea of going to practice every day, um, with not even playing the real sport. Um, it was, it was really, really, I love to get physical when I'm playing field hockey. Um, and so to have the whistle blown, if I got too close, I would get really, really frustrated. Um, and I think just overall showing up to practice every single day, knowing that 
this, this was for nothing was tough for me, but it also made me want to give more and to motivate my teammates more to understand that if I'm giving a hundred percent, I need you all to give a hundred percent because this is preparing you for the next year. And I, although I'm not going to be here to be on the field and to actually play uh, another game, I need you to put in the work as much as me, if not more in order to get you all to the place that we've worked so, so hard to get to over my four-year career. How did you see your teammates respond? I think I talked to Danny a couple of times throughout the year. She seemed pretty pleased with how everything was going considering the circumstances, I guess. Out of the whole process, I think, of course, there's going to be some ebbs and flows. And I think there were a lot of high days and there were, were a bunch of low days too. And I think at the end of the day, we all... I mean, we have our core values and one of them is this idea of like the get to versus have to mentality. And I think we did a really, really good job of kind of checking in overall on our goals and our, um, our kind of our values for this season, but specifically that one in particular, we had to constantly remind ourselves that we get to go to practice um, today and we get to still lift and we get to still run versus having to have this commitment for kind of nothing for the time being. Um, so I think overall we did a really, really good job. And I think that's just kind of the, the, the culture, but I also think because the team is so young, I mean, I was, Lindsay was there, but she had just recently rejoined the team. Um, and so for me, I, I was the only senior presence and kind of, um, yeah, that only presence. So, and Emily being gone as a captain and I had Ashton as well, but I think overall, because the team is so young, um, the mindset was better. I was the only one really, really struggling, I think, because this was kind of it for me. And then looking back maybe on some happier times, perhaps your first three years of the program, you mentioned your junior year being your breakout year. What really clicked for you, you think, that season? I think after sophomore year, we spent a lot of time kind of rebuilding our culture of the team and making it um, a better, more inclusive space. And I think honestly, the the time spent not in the classroom, but like with our book clubs and um, just kind of reinventing like what we wanted our team to look like, I think kind of shed this layer of fear for me and um, insecurities when stepping on the field. I think a part of me always felt like, oh, like I was that walk on, like I was kind of always stepping on eggshells, trying to be the best that I could be. And I think it ultimately hurt me in some points where I was too much of a, of a perfectionist. Um, so I kind of was able to, through this the culture and rebuilding um, time period, I was able to kind of rebuild myself and rebuild my confidence. And I think I simply just used my, my work ethic, um, a little bit more purposefully. And I wasn't so rigid in my, my play. And I think that ended up, um, being a, a, a change for me to have such a good junior year. So was it overwhelming at first? It sounds like maybe as a first year, you're like, I don't know if I even belong out here. Was that your Yeah, thought? no, it certainly was. Um, because I think in the past, I mean, Danny had mentioned that when we spoke, uh, the summer going into my freshman year that she she didn't really typically take walk on so once I made it I was I had to pinch myself because I was so happy and I, I was like this this can't be this can't be um, and I think I just always not that I felt like I had to prove myself to my teammates because I think Danny wouldn't have chosen me if she didn't think that I um, deserved to be there or would fit in but it was more like proving to myself that like 
I don't know, it was a weird mental dynamic for me just to kind of be like, you do belong here. Um, so I definitely played a little skittish my, my first and second year. What were maybe some of the most memorable games that you'll look back on, you know, 10 years from now and, and never forget, you think? I would have to say the Middlebury game my junior year. Um, I mean, really that junior season was kind of every game was just, it was so much fun. Um, but I think for the Middlebury game, we were just neck and neck and we prepared so hard for that game. And I just remember being like in an totally different universe. Like I was, I was, that was probably the most locked in game I've ever been in. And although yeah, we did lose it, but it was a close game. And I remember talking to people after that game on that team saying like, oh my gosh, like Bates is like going to give every team a run for their money. And I think, I think that was true. Um, that, that game sticks very well in my head. How cool is it to see Bates kind of as a program, you know, finishing the national rankings your junior year. I mean, be up at the national rankings a couple of times earlier. I mean, it showed, I mean, all you mentioned the Middlebury game and Bates can play with literally anyone in the country. How, how, what was that like for you? If you put in the work, like it's going to pay off. Um, and I think that we did a really, really good job as a team and through Danny's coaching to really hone in on our skills and kind of take advantage of what we are good at um, and kind of tweak our, our flaws. And I think with that, like it just proves that hard work does pay off. Um, and I think it just makes me really excited knowing that the work is continuing right now, despite a pandemic, those girls are working twice as hard as we did in the fall. Um, I spoke to Ashton and Riley um, a couple of days ago and they were walking me through their schedule. And I think putting in the work is, is going to pay off, as I said. And I think um, it just makes me proud to know that I was a part of that program, a part of that building um, and that we, my grade and the grade after, uh, the 2020 is like, we really did make some changes and it was for the better because that's going to continue to um, push the ranking. So it's just exciting. What was it like playing um, under coach Kogut? What did she teach you perhaps over your time? I think she instilled a lot of um, confidence within myself. I think, um, as I said, I came in kind of on a rocky path and we had a lot of conversations over my years of I always wanted to improve and always wanted to just get better to get on the field. And I think our conversations, she showed me, Hey, you're really, really good at a lot of things, but there is some places that you do need improvement. And I think just having those clear communications um, with coach just allowed me to feel more confident in kind of talking with, with anyone. I think I see that even now when I'm applying to jobs and going through the interview process, like I just feel as if I can just, talk, I have the confidence to really talk about myself and really highlight my, my flaws, but also what I'm really good at. Um, I think also, I just, again, I, I can't thank, co thank coach enough for really taking um, a chance on me. And I, I, I do appreciate that because I think my whole college experience would be completely different without the, the field hockey program. Yeah, I think the last time we had you on the Bobcast, you mentioned how your recruiting process for, for lacrosse was a little messy, but and you, and you ended up at Bates. You weren't really expecting to necessarily. So how, over four years, how do you think it turned out for you? Honestly, it, it couldn't be more true to say that everything happens for a reason. And I, I think if, I, if the chips fell as if I, I planned them to fall, I wouldn't be nearly as happy as, as I am today. And I think that just speaks volumes to the field hockey program. And um, I think Bates just as a whole 
Great. And well, any other thoughts you want to share on your time at Bates or your, your hopes for the field hockey program going forward that we haven't got to talk about? They inspire me. The fact that they are grinding right now, um, it, it's inspiring. And I really did, although my senior season wasn't what any of us wanted, I, I do appreciate all the time and effort my teammates put in to make it so special, especially um, coach as well. And I think also just they they gave me the space that perhaps I needed when mentally I I couldn't that it was tough for me to kind of come to terms with. Like I remember coming to a practice one day, just crying. I think what sparked it was Julia, one of my housemates had recently found out that day that her winter basketball season was canceled. And I think it was hard for me because I hadn't necessarily processed that. Like I was working, working, working for kind of nothing for the no end game. Um, and so when I saw her so distraught, that kind of brought out the emotions in myself. And I went to practice that day very, very upset. And it was just nice to know that my teammates had my back and could perhaps not fully understand the, the shoes that I was in mentally kind of understanding this situation, but had my back and could kind of get the gist of this is her senior season and really just supporting me and making practice fun. So I just, I, I can't thank my team enough. I can't thank Danny enough. Um, and I just really do. I cannot wait to see them actually in action um, come fall fingers crossed. Um, and I, I know that they're going to be, we are going to be a better program than, than ever. I think the resilience that have, has been um, obtained through this time and the work ethic, I think will speak volumes um, come fall when they're facing mid, they're facing um, Amherst Tufts. Um, it will be good. Great. Elspeth Collo, senior captain of the base field hockey program. Thanks so much for joining us on the Bobcast. Really appreciate it. Of course. Thank you. Head coach Danny Ryder-Kogut talks about the fall practice season and salutes the Bobcat seniors as well. What we got out of the season is a genuine appreciation for, for what we do have here at Bates and really understanding that at the end of the day, our team culture and working on that is really what's important to us. Um, so we really took advantage of any on-field time we had and kind of thought of it as a bonus compared to some of our competitors who maybe didn't have the opportunity to practice this fall. And so to us, each day we had the opportunity to get a little bit more work done was an edge that we had on somebody else. But our main focus definitely occurred more off the field of just trying to keep our team united and bonded, um, working towards common goals and focused on, on the future seasons to come. Great. What can you say about Elspeth Collo's leadership here as a senior captain coming back, uh, even though you know, no games, but still practicing with the team and leading the way? Yeah, I think that her dedication this falls kind of speaks to that team culture that I was just talking to. She didn't have a game to compete for. There was no kind of final moment for her, but she still showed up every day, worked really hard, especially whenever it came to fitness or making sure that we were getting the weight room. She was setting a great example. So she really bought into that mentality of we can't compete this year, but we will be competing in future years. And so everything that we do right now sets us up for either a lot of success in the future to come or a lot of roadblocks that we have to overcome because we didn't take advantage of our time now. Um, and I think the team has done a really phenomenal job of taking advantage of those opportunities and to have a senior come back and give that much of her time is just such a great visual for everyone else on the team of what it means to be a member of our program. And then Elspeth talks about how 
uh, when she first came to Bates, um, she didn't know, she didn't think she was going to be playing field hockey, but she reached out to you. What do you remember about those conversations? Yeah, so Elspeth is really our last um, true walk-on that we've had in a long time. Um, we've definitely shifted away from that and in years, kudos to our current program for being so strong that now we really are, we recruit to fill, but Els was somebody who, who we wanted to make space for after we met her. She was really energetic when we met her, really enthusiastic about being a member of just the Bates community. Um, she was willing to kind of do some, some work the spring of her senior year just coming to clinics and camp so that we could get to know her a little bit better, um, which was great because she was obviously so late in the recruiting process that she was already, ex she was already knew she was coming at that point. Um, I think, I don't know when she was accepted actually. Um, she, I just knew she was excited about being a part of the program. So we got to see her a bit and I don't know, she just stood out as a hard worker. There's something there that you can't always teach. I think you can teach student athletes to work a little bit harder and to push themselves and to understand what it means to be a college student athlete versus a high school student athlete. And so there is wiggle room, but with Elle, she had this different drive and edge to her that that is really, I think, unique to her as an individual. She's literally willing to do whatever it takes to become a better um athlete and because of that she was able to transition from a walk on her freshman year um, definitely a huge learning curve first year to her sophomore year and then a starter by her junior year so that trajectory is just so impressive to go from a first year who who didn't go through the recruiting process doesn't know any of the other incoming doesn't know the team to a starter that junior year and then a named captain is is pretty I think it just speaks to what she did and uh, she talked about her junior year being a breakout season for her. What did you see? What made her starter material, I guess, that junior season? It was a work in progress. So it's not as if her junior year, she just all of a sudden put stuff together. You could see it developing even in that first season with us. There was just maybe some skills that needed to be fine-tuned or, or game IQ that needed to be built. But she had a great foundation, which was another reason why we – why she ended up on our program is we just could see that foundation in her play. So her junior year really was just all that work coming together, but she really understood the game plan. She had been watching it for two years. We had been really specific with what position we could see her in. So she could really key in on the players in those positions before her. Carolyn, Carolyn O'Reilly was in um, the right mid spot a couple of years before. So phenomenal person for her to watch. So there was just some great, other bobcats in that right mid spot that she could really learn from so that when it was her time she was ready to go and she'd also played lacrosse during her time at Bates obviously yeah field hockey you know you'll, you'll get some two sport athletes occasionally in there what's that like to have um those types of players who are good at more than one sport I guess yeah it again it takes a unique person to be able to time manage that much and also to be able to balance the two teams and and be able to be present with each team and the culture that they have. Cause I think that all teams have a different culture, but Alice was really good about if it was field hockey time, it was field hockey team and she was bought into our values. And I think on the flip side, if it was lacrosse time, it was lacrosse time and she was bought into to their values. So she did a really great job of balancing them and not comparing them either. You know, I never had in her 
had her in our office going, well, in lacrosse, we do this, or this is the expectation. She really had the mindset of where she was at that moment was, was where she was going to put her focus. And it seems like the entire field hockey team's getting it done in the classroom, but she did it as well. Multiple all academic selections and, and whatnot. What can you say about that? Yeah, um, I, she was one of our 4.0ers for, for the fall semester. So she's definitely just doing a great job in the classroom as well. She has really all along. So to have a strong senior year, I think is just one more, one more thing she does well because it's not an easy academic year with the mod systems and so much changing for our students here on campus. So it's just really impressive that even with that and with her senior season being taken away, she was able to stay in that positive mindset to, to accomplish what she needed to in the classroom. Excellent. Anything else you wanted to talk about in terms of L's that we haven't gone to discuss yet? Um, not necessarily talk about, but just give her a shout out and a thank you for her time with the program. I think she's left a really big impact. I think she's set the standard for physical fitness. I think she's shown many teammates of what it means to, to be a part of a program and to buy in regardless of playing time. I mean, her first two years, she had to sit there and learn and really challenge herself and come in and watch video. The number of times she's asked to do those extra sessions, whether it's been on the turf or in my office watching films, sometimes of other people because she wasn't yet getting playing time, is really why she became a starter her junior year. And that message is so valuable to teammates that as a coach, I really can't thank her enough for, for allowing her teammates to see that um, and for being such a good role model in that sense. Terrific. And then we do have a couple other seniors wanted to mention. One who's actually coming back uh, next fall, was not on the team this year, took a year off, but back next fall. Emily Giannunzio, obviously she had played a huge role in success in 2019. How excited are you to have her back? Yeah, it's really exciting that we get another year with her. She's been doing a great job of just staying in tune with everything going on in, on campus and being a really good mentor for our whole team, even though she isn't on campus, she was voted a captain for this season. So even though she wasn't obviously on campus for that, I think she still had huge leadership responsibilities and did a great job just keeping in touch with teammates. Um, and then next year she was voted to be a repeat captain. So I'm excited to have her back for next season in a leadership role. Um, I think she's so ready to go. <laughs> I think she's itching to, to be back on campus and just have the opportunity to play. Um, so we're really excited to have her back. And then you had another senior who returned to the team this year. She was on the team as a first year, uh, Lindsay Adrianson. Tell me about her. Yeah, so Lindsay came back to us um, really her junior year. We started talking about her coming back to the program. Um, we had talked a little bit about, about it for her junior year, but then she ended up going abroad. So it wasn't a, a possibility. Um, but then we continued to stay in touch and she decided that was something she really wanted to do for her senior year. And I think very similar to Al's in the sense that she had a really big shift from her first year to her senior year at Bates. And really grew as an individual and a person and, and really wanted to share with the team kind of some of the things she had learned along the way and why field hockey was still important to her. And so she was great just to have for morale. She was super positive, um, added a lot to practices. And again, just another great visual for our program of this is more than just on-field stuff and, and that you have to do the work off the field and, and really buy into the culture. Um, if we want to be successful. 
Great. And then looking kind of at the near future, are you going to be able to work with the team during the spring and the non-traditional season because of the pandemic protocols or how's that going? So currently we are working together, um, which is really fun. So we can work in small groups right now. And there's a bunch of COVID protocols that we're following, but we're able to get out there with five to six student athletes at a time, work on some more technical skills, um, can't do a lot tactical with them right now in terms of like big picture stuff just because of the numbers, but we're hoping to build there throughout the spring as long as we follow the protocols and things continue to move in the right direction. But again, even just the opportunity if we stayed where we are right now, it's something that some of our competitors don't have. And so you really just have to acknowledge that and, and appreciate the time that you do get on the field. Great. Well, any other thoughts you wanted to share about kind of the program's direction now? And I bet you're really looking forward to hopefully to a a season coming up in September, right? (laughs) I literally can't wait. Um, You know, I, I, we, I think all of us coach for so many reasons, but you have to love the game. Um, And I'm obsessed with the game of field hockey. It's the most fun thing I can think of doing with my time. So to get to be out there again with them is going to be just so phenomenal Um, And to know all the work they've put in in the background and how much they've, they've really trained like their brain this spring in the fall, and how much time they've spent really thinking about what type of team they want to be. I'm so excited to see that in action, um, because they certainly have the skill, they're really talented group. And so I think pairing that with this kind of go getter mentality that they have is going to be really exciting. Next time on the Bates Bobcast. We'll continue our senior salutes with the skiing programs, hearing from the senior captains and head coaches. That's next time on the Bates Bobcast.